Happy Friday. We got season one, episode 13. We're herding cats. <laughs> Welcome to Get Real. My name is Josh Morgan, a.k.a. The Renovating Realtor. And I'm Gavin Townsend, longtime real estate investor with a background in education in the arts turned licensed sale professional. We're two realtors in the western New York area who love talking all things real estate. We cover a wide variety of topics with an aim to educate and entertain you. No matter your role as a buyer, seller, investor, enthusiast, or another real estate professional. You can trust that we're always going to be upfront and honest no matter what topic we're discussing. So listen up and get ready to, to get, get real. Gavin, what are we doing today? Well, we're really excited that our admin extraordinaire, Lauren Becht, is with us today. Lauren, thanks for being here. So Lauren is our go-to person here in the Hunt Batavia office, but she has some other roles that she plays in our community as well, and we'll get into that a little bit. So welcome, Lauren. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Yay. So, you know, we named the episode Herding Cats because we think that's a lot of what you do. It sums it up very well. It, <laughs> it does. And I know that we're going to hear a lot from Lauren today to give us a sneak peek behind what it is that she does. She has different formal roles for Hunt that she's going to explain as well as, um, again, community roles for the, with the bid district and all things like that. But I think people are really surprised and they'll be curious to know, Lauren, how a real estate office works and what that function is. And, you know, you're not just sitting pretty looking behind a desk, you know, what, what do you do? And, and that's what we want to get to that. So tell us a little bit about yourself to start, though. Yeah, I would love to. So um, I'm 24. I've worked in real estate for almost three years already, awesome. which is hard to believe. Um, I started with a different brokerage and was only there for a short time before Hunt was moving into Batavia and I was made an offer and here we are. Awesome. It's a great story. I love that story. But um, my favorite story would have to be interviewing at that other brokerage a year prior before <laughs> I got the job. Come to find out, Gavin got the job over me. Which is interesting. Yeah. So well, I think that's interesting because you guys know what it's like to be in that position. So you guys can kind of, you know, I don't know anything. Definitely. You know. It was, it's just like a funny little thing how our lives are all intertwined before we even knew each other. Yep. Like that. So. And all meant to be. So, and what's funny about that um, was, you know, I was making a transition at that point from being just an investor and then trying to see what the other side of the business was. So I was fortunate enough to acquire that um, position at that brokerage, unbeknownst to me, who my competition was at that time. Um, but it all it all came to pass, and we're all here together. So it's really awesome. So what drew you to to real estate, though? What What do you think when you were going through those changes? I, I would just say, me personally, who I am, I thrive in a supportive role. I'm a team player. I think you've both had some pep talks now and then, and I just know that I thrive in, in a supportive role and. Real estate's a little different, so I actually worked at an eye doctor's office. That was my my main thing before this. Um, briefly worked at a claims recovery place. So, awesome. Yeah. So that I had, had I had the tech skill. That was something, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get we can get into that another time. That's a whole other story. But um, I did not love working. Where I was was more of a like 
corporation where they were more about retail as opposed to the, the healthcare side of it. So that made things a little tricky. I'm sure you both know how hard customer service can be some days. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Get Absolutely. beat from one side, get beat from the other side, and then you're still trying to make it through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I saw this as an opportunity to deal a little less with the public and maybe a little more specialized on supporting the people you know, that I would work with, the, the agents. So that's, that's kind of where we ended up with that. That makes sense. And you've got, you came with a set of skills, Lauren. Where did those come from? Um, because you've got great personal skills, you've got technical skills and all those things. So did you pick those up yourself? Are you self-taught? Did you learn that through a program? I mean, it's ever-expanding what, what you can do. It absolutely is. So I've had some great role models in my life. My family's been amazing. Um, as you've both heard from all my remodeling stories, I definitely have a lot of skills in, in that aspect too. But um, I was very fortunate to have just always had a great support system behind me. And I had I went to a high school where there was a lot of opportunity, a lot of college courses offered. So I That's got great. a head start there. Um, as a junior, I took an internship course that was pretty eye-opening. And, you know, they really helped lay down a good foundation for like my technical skills, people skills. Um, I've, I wanted to work in healthcare actually is what I wanted to do. So I had an internship at an urgent care office. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, <laughs> Triage. So, as you could see, I learned at the end of that that I don't think that was for me. Um, I had a great time. I would definitely do it again in a heartbeat. But I don't think that that, that was definitely not my long-term career plan. So. Sir, please stop screaming. It's just a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, you know, in, in terms of career and life exploration, it's just as important to know what you don't want as it is that, to learn what you do want. And so Absolutely. that's part of that situation. You you thought that you were going to like that, and then you didn't. It's kind of like home buyers. They have it in their head that they're going to have this, and then all of a sudden they buy the opposite. Yeah. Oh, I think we, we keep seeing that. I think, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but would you say you picked up things along the way, like a skill or two from each position or, or role that you've had, and then it all accumulates into this now? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I felt that way too, you know, and now I'm here. And it's like, oh, okay, you've, you've learned your customer relationship management, how to deal with people, how to talk to people, and how to deal with colleagues as well, and the same brokerage and opposite brokerages. And so it all kind of comes together, so... I think that's pretty. I think that's an important thing for people to know Absolutely. as well as they go I, through young folks. I'm definitely of the the mindset that like everybody you cross paths with brings something to your life, whether it's a good or bad life lesson or piece of advice or something. So yeah, I definitely agree with that statement. But I also will say that Lauren has a uh, figure it figure it outness. I don't know. I'm making up words now. But, <laughs> yeah, I you think know, so. if she doesn't know it, she figures it out. Yeah. Or you know, she, she'll, resourceful. If we have a question, yes, I like that too. Exactly. If we have a question and she's like, uh, let me get back to you on that, and she will come back with an answer. So she's a great, great addition to our team, um, a great part of a team uh, here at Hunt. And so I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. You're going to make me all weepy. No, <laughs> it's not a weepy thing. It's really, I have a strong appreciation yeah. for what you do We're very fortunate. because I'm, I'm also new at this. And, you know, like I said, you, you keep me out of trouble. <laughs> you know? That's one of the things she's probably going to talk about a little bit <laughs> of how she's gotten us all out of trouble. And she's re- at least tried to. And the way I know that I'm in trouble is because I get a message or a phone call and it says, hi, my favorite real estate <laughs> professional. And it's like, Ooh, what did I do now? <laughs> 
you'll have that. But Lauren, tell us a little bit about what your official roles for Hunt Real Estate ERA are, because oh, there's yeah. several, and I don't think everybody understands that. Right. My list of titles in my email signature just keeps growing, <laughs> and I love it. So No good deed goes unpunished. Absolutely. Um, so I am the administrative assistant or office administrator, either one works. I keep this place rolling. Um, and that entitles in, in so much in itself. But aside from that, I'm also the HRC coordinator. Uh, HRC Home Referral Corp, which would be Hunt's agent referral network. So I've got a few agents that they've retired, they're stepping back from the business or they're, they're spending half the year in Florida mm-hmm. for, God love them, I'm glad they can yep, do that. Good so, for them. <laughs> as you know, it is, it's expensive for an active agent to, yes. between board dues, MLS fees, association fees. I mean, the fees just keep coming, keep yep. rolling. Absolutely. Um, HRC is, well, I like to call it the low-cost license hibernation. Oh. So you can park your like license that. here. I do too. Yeah. $50. $55, i am sorry. $55 annual dues. And that's it. That's awesome. And you can keep your license, park it somewhere, it. you know, right. here at Hunt, and then you can, what, they can refer people and get a little slice? Absolutely right. Um, since I've taken this over in August, I definitely still have some more goals that I'd like to sort out with it. Um, but it's going, it's going great. So aside from being the HRC coordinator, I'm also a licensed real estate salesperson, mm-hmm. and my license is with HRC so that I can send some referrals, as Josh knows. Yeah. <laughs> some, some good ones, some not-so-good ones. Anything no, they're all else. good. Yeah, it, kiss a lot of frogs before you maybe meet a prince or princess. But. Exactly. <laughs> Very true. Um, I'm also a notary public. So. Yes, she is. Boy, the list just keeps growing. That's growing. <laughs> yeah. And that's so useful to everybody and such a benefit to all the agents here in our office because Lauren, in many ways, can be that one-stop shop. Definitely. Uh, I've so. had agents bring their clients to me for this, that, sign, whatever, yeah. and I'm happy to help. That's huge. That's yes. really huge to have that in-house. Well, it's convenient and it's value-driven, too, because you know you're, we are collectively providing value through our individual skills to our clients, and so that is a strong reason why people should come here, because we have all of these things available and all of these people with all of these talents and skills. Right. So We have a strong support person who's also a leader who, again, we call it herding cats, but keeps us all together, whereas other brokerages don't necessarily have that. And it depends on the agents and what's going to work best for their model, but we're really fortunate to have someone like Lauren in that role. To have the role anyway, but then to have Lauren in that role is the bonus for us. Um, so tell us a little bit like a day in the life and what you do, Lauren. And we've got a little list of, you know, the things that we know that you do technically. And I, yeah. you know, I, I, <laughs> I think sometimes some of our fellow colleagues think you have a magic wand and you can make it all happen. And a lot of times you do, but That's not how it works. Talk, talk, talk to us about a day in the life and what you do on the sort of office administrator end of things. Definitely. So, um, Thankfully, coming up on Monday, I think I've got a, an agent with a new listing that'll be hitting the market. Oh, awesome. That, that sounds exciting. I wonder who that is. I wonder who. <laughs> so, um, day in the life. Oh, listings, data entry is a main, is, is probably the biggest chunk of it. Um, so, I'll get a listing. I'll put it into the MLS. Um, 
And for those that don't know, what is the MLS? Multiple because you have access to that. I, do. I see. I don't think people understand that too. Of like what you do, you're not just like I dream of geninging out these listings. That's You've right. got to actually, you know, be report into the state system. So talk to us about that. That's right. So for anybody who has never put a listing in. You got some paperwork to fill out. There is a profile sheet that asks any and every question about a property that you could possibly think of, and this is your opportunity to check every box you possibly can because the more details, the better, especially, you know, buyers like to be enticed by all those details. So this is a profile sheet, which I know you've both seen, just little little boxes everywhere. Check this box, <laughs> check that box. So. Um, going through with a fine-tooth comb and making sure everything is accurate and uploaded into the listing, into the MLS, um, that is a huge part of it, you know, because as we've seen in the past, and maybe people don't know this, but when there is inaccurate data or um, something missing from a listing, agents can actually get fined for that. Mm -hmm. And that is part of the process that keeps this accountable. Another reason that it is so important to use a real estate agent. Um, aside from that, so once I've got the listing data into the MLS, photos, attachments, um, and that's off and running, Hunt also has our own internal systems that listing information needs to be put into. Um, the first one is called Profit Power. Ugh. Uh, no, so actually, that was my reaction to... My nightmare to, when I was an admin. It is entirely different. Oh my God, you got to show me some time, but I'm, I'll probably break out knives from fear. It doesn't look at all like... Because oh that was God. like dial-up internet. That was it whatever was like that DOS was. It was like Matrix thing. Oh, no. It was ridiculous. Yeah, so that, it was like Windows 2. That would be the <laughs> software we used at this previous brokerage. Um a very out-of-date version of it. This... Yeah. Yeah, I heard Profit Power when I was onboarding here and I was like oh god not at all the same oh god entirely different I'm so happy for you yes (laughs) and all of us absolutely I can't relate I have no idea oh my god I'm just telling you guys you know again the the behind the scenes things I don't think people understand I I don't think most agents understand that's why I feel very fortunate to have sat in that chair at one point because there's a lot of crap you deal with oh absolutely (laughs) There are many things I'll do that are not in my job description that other offices don't have, you know. Their AAs just do not have the ability or, quite frankly, the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I have a ton of time, but I'll make things happen. Yep, you do. And that's about, you know, that's going back to being as supportive as I possibly can of everybody here. Um, So Profit Power, that would be our accounting system. That's, you know, when I have an escrow check or a commission check come to me, I, I have the ability to remote deposit things here, which I love that. Which is great. That which is great. We need to get into deposit link. Deposit link also. <laughs> we need to do that. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, so aside from Profit Power, the other system, which is run through ERA, for those who don't know, Hunt is part of the ERA sort of network, um, which provides all of us with access to even further technology. I, I think... Um, technology, technology, technology. I mean, there are so many tools available to each and every one of us. So this other system I use is called Dash, and it's through ERA. And essentially, I copy all the listing info that I can into Dash, and from there, it transposes to uh, 28 other 
websites. So is that like all the other third-party sources like Zillow, Redfin? Yes. Is that when everything kind of goes viral from the MLS? Absolutely. Awesome. And that's something that, you know, is always enticing to our so, people listing with us because they know that we absolutely. are far-reaching. So things like Zillow, Realtor. so Zillow especially, because they're a brokerage now. The, yeah, they get that. They get it with the MLS when it goes live, kind of like that IDX okay. transfer. So, and that would be any brokerage's website having access to that um, from the MLS directly. There is an option that you it'll transpose directly to Realtor.com also. Okay. So these other websites are a little different. There's like Land.com or there's like more specific tuned sure. in ones mm-hmm. that you wouldn't wouldn't even know about. Um, and this is where the informational transpose to ad works. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. One of our yeah. awesome tools we have mm-hmm. access to. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, automated listing, uh, advertisement, mm-hmm. you get that one week, every agent gets Love that it. one week So cool for their new listings. Very useful. Incredibly useful. Targeted advertising, man. It is everything. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about ad works. Um, and that so that's just that's the listing process, and then I do my my organization with the paperwork, how I file things, mm-hmm. and that that would be it for a listing. And then it's you know whatever other information we can get you to splash it here, splash it there. If there's a penny saver ad coming up, I make sure I I've got to copy and paste all the details into a Word doc. I have to chop down the remarks a lot to get it yes. to fit. That breaks my heart always. <laughs> yes. Because I never we know. We have a character I'm, limit. Oh man, I never know if I. But I'm it doesn't doing it limit justice. our character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least I, I try not to. And Lauren's like, uh, you're 2,700 words characters over the limit, Gav. Uh, try again. Oh. And then we're slicing 12, and dicing. 1,200. 1,200. For 1200. the MLS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was 800, which is what I thought yes. the first time when I had my first listing. I yeah. was like, oh, but it says 800. And you're like, no, 1,200. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that makes it a little yes, bit better. Thankfully. Yeah. That was nice. Some more artistic expression available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It's, but that's, you know, oh, sorry, like, hey, favorite sales agent, sorry, can you cut down 500 more <laughs> characters on this beautiful thing you've slaved on all weekend? Sure, sounds great. But then Lauren gets really crafty and recommends different abbreviations and stuff. So when you guys see right. those listings, you're like, why is it all abbreviated? And Just to try to make more fit. Just to get the information out to you and the character limit and the limitations we've got, you know, and Lauren plays a critical role in helping us massage all the information into it's like getting a 10 pound sausage in a five pound bag out to y'all <laughs> and that's what she helps us do that's an image yeah <laughs> yes no that that would be accurate and um so yeah so it breaks my heart when i'm having to cut down remarks into just like one or two sentences to fit into the penny saver ad because i'm i never know am i doing this justice i mean we've got the photo hopefully it's enough for people to call you up i mean that's what we want to do that's the whole point of the advertising in the print still is hopefully somebody's flipping through it and we can trigger a a phone call or just somebody to ask some questions what about when we are going rogue and we are doing our social media postings and things like that what are the things that you have to like remind us about you get a phone call or 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 (laughs) the magnet on our vehicle that we're so excited about what are some typical findings that you have to like slap our wrists about i've had numerous 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 conversations with everybody um wherever you're advertising does not matter what fair housing logo always always the fair housing logo um 
just to stay, you know, to make sure it's on the up and up and compliant with advertising laws. And So that's a law. That's a rule, Lauren, that we all have to abide every, by. Yes. A lot of people, I don't think, get that. Every right. single agent, every single brokerage, every single advertisement needs to have the fair housing logo. And it's just this tiny little bug. Looks like a house with an equal sign in the middle. Adorable, cute. How could you forget it? Yeah, not invasive. No, nope, not at all. Easily. So, uh, That's how I can easily forget And you do, that. you do forget it because you're so fixated on their stuff. But Lauren keeps us compliant, so we've got to have that yeah, on there. So that's right. And I always tell everybody, like, if you're working with somebody, just just send me the proof. and Because an extra set of eyes looking over the proof doesn't hurt at yeah, all. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really important. Um, what else would you say in regards to handling office Matters. I mean, so in the life of a transaction, you get listings coming in, but we also have sales where an agent that you're supporting is uh, represented a buyer. What are the other comings and goings? How many people do you interact with in a day? And who are those people and who's coming and going down the office? Oh, my goodness. The, the team in a real estate transaction is, it's huge. More than people realize you have, you're, and, and any day I could be coordinating with, you know, asking questions to my agent, to the, the, the seller's agent, to the seller's attorney, the buyer's attorney, um, loan officer, the bank has their own attorney. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're courting appraisers, sending appraisals, um, or inspectors getting the inspection report, something doesn't appraise, this is this, that, the other addendum, addendum, addendum <laughs> changes. I mean, it's nuts. Um, Collecting deposit. There's one. There's one uh, sale in Attica going on right now, and and um, I just love the attorney on this, Robert Strassel. Oh, love Robert. Adore yeah. him, and he's so great at making sure I'm on every correspondence. So this email chain has got to be a mile long oh, because God. we printed it out. But and it and there's been no problems with it really. It's just you know waiting waiting for this or waiting for the t- you know t- no title issue, just waiting for mm-hmm. the title to. So it's just, it's been a very normal transaction. It's just the back and forth just to get a simple transaction. There's a lot of it. Oh, yeah. A lot of coordination. As Nancy um, Frank often says, it's not difficult, it's detailed. Well, yeah. I think and we, so Lauren's got to be the monitor on all that. So that's what she's doing with every single transaction is sort of being the pacemaker and the quarterback on what's going on with all that, making sure everything's going on in support of the agent. So I, I think people don't understand that part well, of it. Gavin, we've counted before. I think there's probably no, no less than 12 to 15 people involved in a real estate transaction. Yep. And I could be forgetting some people. Yeah, for So, sure. you know, for buyers and sellers who, you know, may not understand this and they just see us because we are the liaisons to the back end of it. Yeah, there's 12 to 15 people that we are communicating with in simultaneous fashion sometimes to oh, yeah. try and wrangle this thing in. I bet you that's what it feels like sometimes. You're trying to just pull people in yep. certain directions, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to say sometimes I'm a firefighter because I just oh, yeah. put, put out a lot of fires out. out. Right. This issue. Okay, let me get that. Oh, yep. This issue. What do you get that? My favorite question is, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Mm-hmm. What are we waiting for? What are the next steps? Oh, I, I do say that one a lot. What are the next steps? What yeah. are the next steps? What are we waiting for? Because I found that usually we are always waiting for something and those folks probably could have just called somebody and made it very simple, but they're just, ah, it'll come. It'll happen. It's like, well, okay, but we want this this quarter. Like, let's move this along. What <laughs> are we waiting go. for? I can get that for you. Absolutely. <laughs> so in addition to wrangling transactions, Lauren, you're, you're pretty much our building manager, too. 
and you're making sure the office is supplied and stocked and things like that. So what's that involved? Especially when we were pre-construction, during construction, in a different space, coming back and forth, about to do construction again. Tell us a little bit about your involvement with that. Oh man, that was a lot of, that was a hectic time. But I can, I can tell you that I'm so thankful and appreciative to have been a part of the, the office construction because I don't know that that I would ever have had this opportunity. It's a cool experience. It really is. Yeah. Not everyone can Picking say how finish do a building. You know, yeah. to, you know, picking the office furniture, the finishes. It was really, really cool to be involved in that. And so um, definitely got got my heart going a little more on like interior design sort of things. Um, and I, as you guys can see, I like I got to pick out my desk, which is massive. Yes, and Lauren massive. is all about that round desk, that kind of half moon shaped mm-hmm. desk. I remember that being a major thing. That was a huge thing. <laughs> some days it's really clean, and others it's like it's what always. Are, clean. What are you working on? I know. It's I, always clean. Some, some days you come on? in and you can't see an inch of it, but I will. I always clean my desk before I leave. It has to be clear, <laughs> yeah. or I cannot leave. I get that. I get that. Um, <laughs> But no, the construction meetings, the back and forth, it was definitely a hectic time for a little bit trying to coordinate all that. There was a, a ton of, you know, hiccups that we had, you know, during the sale, after the sale, the, the alley, the um, utilities, any number of things that, that you would expect to, well, to go com- wrong. And the communication of. with us as well. Uh, sending out an email. Go there, the don't go there. Yeah. Oh, when you're there, they're going to be We're you know, jackhammering something. the vaults. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you don't want to be there. Work from home today. Um, I'll be working home from today. And Lauren's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so lots of things like that, you know, that we worked mid-construction between two spaces, and you're coordinating both those spaces. But you successfully navigated that. Well, we just you uh, just got to roll with it. Yeah, it um, is a lot of rolling with it, but I think that, I think it would have been a lot different had we not had somebody, you know, issuing those communications yeah. to us. It would have been, it probably would have caused some problems. And keeping us organized and, and being communicative. That's, that's for sure. Definitely. That's Definitely. huge. So tell us a little bit about um, what we, one of the things we want to talk about is that another important role that Lauren has for in support of us is she makes sure that we, we get paid, <laughs> which is a good thing because sometimes we forget about all that, believe it or not, you know, how, we do I'm, because we have to submit paperwork, you yeah. know, even though we've thought we've submitted paperwork, we have to put them, put it all together into a package. And that's what you, you also make sure that, that we deal yes. sheet. do that deal correctly. Sheet. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that maybe I'm a little, uh, I definitely get a little more touchy about making sure the deal sheet is right. Um, so as one agent in particular, I don't think she's ever seen the deal sheet. I, I do it because it's just simpler that way. <laughs> it, just, awesome. it just makes more sense. <laughs> but then there are things that don't ever come up, things that I need to know. Thing, maybe a referral that I was not aware of that wasn't written anywhere. It was yeah. Just... You've got to get that information from the agent. You you know right. a lot of what what's going on, but you only know what you know. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, or you know, little details that were written into the contract that might have been overlooked about like a commission agreement, like a yeah, commission a different split, you know, a different a change things up absolutely. So um, making sure all the details on that deal sheet, especially if you have any splits is very important. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that deal sheet, it tells me everything I need to know about the transaction, what the estimated closing date is, contract date, the all parties involved, you know, both agents, contact both information, terms, contact information, <laughs> the important things. Um, 
details on the mortgage and what the fine. I don't need to know the mortgage amount per se, but the most important thing is what is the financing because mm-hmm. that definitely, as you know, and who did it come from? Changes things, yes. Um, because all these info, this information you're collecting is not just for that transaction and closing it out and being helpful to the agents, but it's in support of our brokerage. Absolutely, they're looking at that data, they're looking at that information, to make institutional decisions, and so you've got to provide that information to them and I'm sure it's like pulling teeth sometimes yes yes it is um, absolutely <laughs> and why I don't know I don't know why people are so afraid of the deal sheet but I think you get so swept up in other things that you don't realize that at the end of the day this is a transaction that has steps and things like that that's got to be done well and really if we're providing inaccurate data we're really shooting ourselves in the foot because that data comes back to us mm-hmm. the agents and that allows us to interpret how we should market or you know what we should do right in order to get new listings new sales that's Right. customers and clients we need to look at the data to make those decisions so if we don't input the data we have a, a, a saying right garbage in garbage out yep that's right and, and how do you make decisions fiscal strategic advertising etc if you don't have the correct information right and so I we really with, rely on lauren to do that i deal with this in my other us. place is getting people to put the put the data in the system and people are like, I don't understand. This is stupid. And I'm like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to, does it, it's got to feel oh, like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to help. Help yeah, me we've got help to you. have the info. The, the other end of that is just making sure that you, when you turn a sale in, that it's everything you could possibly have is here for me. Like the contract, any addendums. Because also you don't want to be litigated against either exactly. and not have your data. You need to see attorney your... approvals, you know, because right. that definitely, I've had somebody turn in a sale and, and want me to push it through. And so I put it in and then three days later, you know, attorney disapproval. So now canceling a, a contract yeah. in the system is something I try to avoid because it definitely. Well, you did all that. Things. Think of all that data entry and, and, and documentation yeah. and all that. And then you're like, son of a. Um, yes. <laughs> now we gotta take that. Let so, me take that all back. Yeah, time you'll never get back. So I just it's it makes more sense to just wait for both attorney approvals to come through, and not only that, but on the contract, attorney approvals need to be within two business days. So it's it's not like I'm pushing this off and waiting, and it's irresponsible. We're just waiting for attorney approvals. No, because that's part of the contract process. Because if the deal is dead, then why did you go through all that? I get it. We do it nice. We do it twice. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes, right. Measure twice, cut once. You know, that's the whole thing. (laughs) But Lauren, you keep us involved as an office um, because of your roles, you know, in support of Hunt Real Estate, but also because of your personal passion for the community. So tell us a little bit about those things and we want to congratulate you on your volunteer of the year for volunteer the volunteer of the business year business improvement district um, in Batavia which is awesome and so we hope you'll talk a little bit about that we know you uh, definitely earned that role but that's just one role that you play in the community I know you're in leadership Genesee you're involved with a lot of community events you've helped us with our fundraising for the Wyoming County SPCA you're um, our liaison most of the time with the chamber there's it goes on and on so so tell us a little bit about your personal passion for those things and how that kind of equips and rolls into what you do for us professionally and how it all works together. I I can't explain it. I've just always had a passion <laughs> for volunteering. I would I'm I would give you the shirt off my back. I would help anybody do anything because that's who I am. It's really hard to put into words why I'm like that. I'm, my family's like that. My, there you go. I had some great role models. So actually, fun fact, my aunt is the award recipient um, 
for the Youth Bureau this year oh, for cool. volunteer for Fantastic. their volunteer of the year. So That's great. Really exciting. So it's in the family. You come it from a long line of volunteerism it of helpers and doers. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. And so I'm thrilled that I've been able that that Hunt has supported me, that the office has supported me, and and allowed me to, you know, be a part of that passion more. And as much as everybody says like, wow, I can't believe all this work you do. It, it's it's fun it's funny to say but like it doesn't feel like work to, to yeah. me I know that it's work I mean I've running around doing this doing that you know graphic design on these bid things or <laughs> trying to get these car dealerships to to give us some sponsorship money for the boxcar derby fundraising that's I, a whole other job really, in and of itself it really convincing is. people to yeah. hey you should support this because it's good for you and it's good for us and it's good for everybody right. absolutely um and there's so I mean, uh, the day of the the beer walk, I must have delivered. I don't oh even God. know how many cases of beer, and then one place got the wrong one. There was an extra one. I had to carry it in and then carry so it back out. So you're hurting cats beyond out. these four walls. That's absolutely right. <laughs> you're you're, you're and hurting I don't the community's cats. <laughs> absolutely. Tell us a little bit for those that don't know what the bit is, and you know what your involvement is in that. And so you know we can assume that a lot of people know about it, but maybe not everyone in our audience knows, and they should. They definitely should. So the Batavia Business Improvement District, or the BID, um, our main goal is it was originally created in the late 90s by the business owners of the community, and the sole purpose was to um, stimulate the downtown economy, stimulate the businesses, try to come up with things to get the public into our downtown area. And so since then, it's turned into we're a 501 3C not a nonprofit agency. So we rely solely on sponsorship to make our events happen. And we've grown just in the last year and a half from maybe I think four four or five events to many more than that. Oh yeah. Um, and just the goal is to put on put on an event that, that brings people into our businesses and highlights our downtown and shows off what we have to offer. And the, the great thing that we've been seeing a trend in is events like the wine walk or the beer walk. We get a lot of out of town people, people Absolutely. from Buffalo or Rochester. And then, and I just love hearing every, I love the wine walk, the beer walk the best because there's all these people having a great time and they're telling you like, oh my God, it's so cute in here. I never, I've never been in here. I love this place. Um, and they're discovering something new and hopefully they'll be back and hopefully we're making, you know, a great impression and a good memory they're going to have that'll bring them back in the door. Or, you know, I just love, I just love all that connection that we have. So my friend Kathy, who works at Clarksburg, who's been, she's just a doll. I can't say enough good things about she's her. She's awesome. But she's been great enough to, to work it out on our behalf to donate cider for for the wine walk we poured it, for the beer walk we poured it. And now we're doing a bid, we'll be doing a cider walk this year, first annual cider walk, June 17th. And she's just been gracious enough to donate. And then all the people that come and, and she's say, also a client. She yeah. is a client. <laughs> That's right. Um, to come in and say, oh my God, I love Clarksburg. Like, yeah, you have Clarksburg here? That's great. And so not only like we're hyping up all these downtown businesses, but like we're also working with local breweries for these events to like, you know, get their name out there. Or for Italian Fest, when we have our maybe restaurants that are a little further away are coming in and people are getting to experience new things. Or um, fun fact, um, from hopefully this is still going going on, but um, 
Alacy's is planning to do an Irish cream cannoli and show. Oh my God, that. that's an awesome I idea. Know. Right. Well, that's good because those so, people that own it over there are, are really Italian. So yeah. I'm glad they're going to merge those cultures. <laughs> I happen to know them. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's great. So, I love that. So yeah, that so there's my a mouth fun, fun new thing that you know we're what an awesome idea. We're in, we're inspiring our businesses to be innovative and yeah. be creative and do something cool like that. That's I mean, way yeah, cool. Yeah, does that not sound delicious? Yeah, now I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Um, and I mean, more than that, we have Christmas in the city, and so awesome event for I families. Love that one, it serves the children, mm-hmm. just like the boxcar derby is yeah. all about the kids. Yeah. Last year was the first race, and this year it's committee meetings and this and that. And trying to get sponsorship has been tough this year, but we're, we're growing it. Oh, yeah. We're doubling the number of kids. So it was, it was 20, 25, Four. 24. And now we're, we have 48. Oh my yes. God. That's wonderful. Yes. Because there was so many people and I, oh, and yeah. I had, you know, questions and people were like, how do I get involved in this? What do I do? Yeah, how do I do cool. this? Yeah. Where really do we cool. go pick this up? What are we doing? And so, you know, organizing, I guess is one thing, right? But promoting is another, what would you say is, is more difficult? Oh, that's a great question. I I don't think we have... I mean, we have a good plan for how we're going to promote it. Thankfully, through... This is the other thing that I love about my community involvement is the number of connect, connections that I've been able to make. So the Boxcar Derby with the bid, we work with the GCEDC and glow with your hands for that. So we have, we have a great team planning it. Chris Swazi... Jim Krenchik at both at the GCEDC have been amazing in making this happen. Also uh, clients. Also, yes. <laughs> See how this works, people. Sensing a trend. Uh, Sensing yes. a trend. Um, so they're, they're a huge help, and Chris has been great. He's the one who's really helped us m- make new connections for this year in order to get That's these great. better, more authentic soapbox cars. Cool. Or, set us up with the right contacts that he knows through the state so that we can try to get some grant funding. Oh, cool. That would be, so, yeah, awesome. so I recently just got my first taste at grant writing. Oh, that's uh, another that huge skill. Yes. Man, that's a that's an important, yes, important role because if you're good at grant writing, oh, yeah. you open up a lot of doors. Such, so many doors. Yeah, that's so, great. So not only that, but through Leadership Genesee, I've made a ton of connections. Awesome. So, Tell us about Leadership Genesee for those that don't know about LG. Uh, so LG... Run through Cornell Cooperative Extension is a local leadership development program, and it is all about everything to do in our county, and it has been eye-opening. Oh, yeah. Just, I can't even say enough good things about it, but all the, the skills, the lessons. I'm a good, I love some food for thought. I'm all about it. And so this is an entire day of food for thought and thinking deeper and looking, not only looking at, you know, maybe your organization or how to apply things, but looking at you, putting yourself under the microscope and seeing who you really are and what your styles are and what's in, what your values are at the heart. I wish Peggy was here right now and heard you. Be. I hope, Peggy, you're listening to this ultimately because I'm going to send it to you. Send it to her, yeah. That, that could have been a spot for LG. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, know, and, and it's it's, it's that monthly meeting. best class ever. Oh, by the way. see, twenty twenty yeah. here, best class ever. <laughs> um, there's no denying it. We're the most special class ever because we were the COVID class. That's we, true. You we, definitely have that. We have that, and I will say that we were really bonded through that process. But isn't it interesting that when you get in with your class, and everybody's class year thinks that that's the running joke, they have the best class yeah. ever. But you're all coming from different areas, um, from organizational um, 
from government agencies, uh, private enterprise, etc. And you don't know each other necessarily day one. Maybe you know somebody, but by the end of it, you're like bosom buddies, you know? Some yeah. And like with anything, you connect with some people and some you don't. But um, Danielle Rotundo, when, who was, I can't remember, I can never remember her class year. I think she's 08. She's an old timer. But anyway, I remember saying, no. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> not, not an old timer in terms of age, but she's one of those original go-to um, OGs of LG. I was just going to okay. say. <laughs> let's, 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 I, I am the older sister. But um, it, it's seeing the county through the back door. Would you say that that's kind of the idea there? And like you said, even if you've been here all your life or on the periphery, you learn something every time. Absolutely, and I'm not originally from Batavia, which we've talked about. I have, a, I still, I have. She a has Batavia a bucket, bucket, list, bucket of list, Batavia stuff to, to do. Before I'm a tr- <laughs> true Batavian, I gotta. It's quite the list. You got stuff to do, girl. Yeah. Um, so even though I've been working in Genesee County in Batavia specifically for, oh my God, like eight years. Yeah, that's a long. I, Is it a long time though? Well, in the scheme of things, really, dude. It gets shorter. You're 24. Yeah. <laughs> Eight years, you know, ten years from now, is gonna be like, oh man, that was that went by really quick. You're gonna be an OG. Oh man, of bit. you'll be the OG of bit. I was talking about something yesterday, and I said, yeah, it was about a decade ago, and I was, and I was horrified that those words left my mouth like that. <laughs> that was that was eye opening. But um, no, I would say that that a you know a glance through the back door at the county operations, and and there definitely is a, a ton more going on behind the scenes than a ton of people realize, and. I've already hyped up the GCEDC, but I just can't say enough good things. Oh, and yeah. I've Mysterious re- to a lot of people, but you very, see the impact now. It's that acronym, man. The alphabet soup. Alphabet soup, as Jim calls it. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just the initiatives, the hard work going on to better the county, to bring you know business here, to bring jobs here, projects here. What What's going on at Stamp is amazing. Um, market rate apartments that are going to be going in around the county within the next couple of years. And all all of that, of course, has an impact on the real estate. So we have to have the homes available to be able to bring those people here. Where there's people, there's demand. Yeah. And so we're driving demand by driving industry, by driving these projects. We already have a perpetual housing shortage that there's no end in sight. Sure. It's it's tough. So I hope we're going to see new construction soon. Yes. I would love that. And my, my friends at the GCEDC have had some positive things to say so yes within the next couple years that that could definitely alleviate some things and then make that a little easier for all these jobs that'll be coming and I think a lot of people might be thinking uh, some of you are going to connect the dots here and some of you are kind of scratching your head why all this you know Lauren does a lot of these things we all have our roles in volunteerism as agents and stuff but why it's it's developing and supporting the community to bring people that's a, a connection immediately to real estate it makes sense you know we've got to provide the housing to create and sustain that culture that we're developing um, they go part and parcel so that's why another reason why I think we're so pleased to be downtown in this building and actually practicing what we preach I Lauren is um, the epitome of that in terms of the leadership, the demonstration of what to do and to get involved. And I think that's really important in what sets um, the Hunt Corporation and their employees and their agents um, apart from others. Well, and I feel like through volunteerism as well, you're also, you're developing your community while you're developing self. And so you're also bolstering your skills and resources to better serve your community. 
And so I think that's a really important thing. So if you're not volunteering, you should get involved with an organization, something. No, and I I know that each of us here absolutely agrees. I mean, not only with my roles, but Gavin. So I was the volunteer of the year this year, but Gavin received the award last year. Yeah. And aside from that, Gavin, we has keep it roles. in the family. <laughs> we keep it in the family. Josh, you next year. You're next. You guys got to vote for me. <laughs> you got to get in there. Um, with your roles with GCC on the, I'm yep. sorry, what is the board again? I'm on the foundation, the foundation board. board. And, but we all, and, and Josh's Habitat, Habitat. I mean, we all have, um, we do it because we love it, but there's a connection because people want to work with the people that they see and know, like, and trust within their own community. Absolutely. And it's it just, like Lauren said earlier, it's not work, it's lifestyle. It's passion. It's what you're interested in doing. And so when you're loving what you're doing, all that good energy and good mojo comes your way and hopefully some business too. And that's what we want to keep that energy flowing amongst the whole downtown and keep it going throughout the community and the county and the Glow region because this is a really special, cool place to be. Yeah. 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 I I think it just makes it easier too. When I'm volunteering, I mean, it just really just lights something up in me. And and I'm already a very positive person. Yes. Maybe a little delusionally positive. (laughs) No, 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 it's a good thing. It just, I'm just so happy when I'm volunteering that it does not feel like work because I'm having so much fun. And I've got a great group of people, too, on all the bid committees. So Lauren's leadership um, skills are going to be also elevated with the bid, too, because you're also standing in as proxy for a board member for the bid for Peter Hunt, yes? Yes, yes. Which is great. So tell us a little bit about that role because you've been very active in the committees and planning and doing, and obviously I, I, I... Expect that you'll still be doing that, but now you're taking on another role as as board member, um, with you know instead of Peter. How how is that going to work? Added to the list. Added to the list. Oh, what's one more meeting a month? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was approached last winter by this was actually the current president of the bid board's idea. He said, "Hey, why not Lauren?" Yeah, cool. And so when Shannon talked to me about it, I said, yes, absolutely. And so it was some back and forth, and Peter was on board and um, all about it. And he's very, as you know, maybe the busiest man I know. (laughs) And he said, (laughs) it it would be like they're electing you, but absolutely do this in my name, and we're all about it. And so I'm very thankful that he was receptive to this when I approached him about it. And that he saw enough um, in me to say, yes, you you have what it takes to represent me. I'm good with this. Please That's huge. Do so. Huge compliment. Yes. Absolutely. Huge compliment. Yeah. Very flattered. Um, because typically to be a board member, you've got to be a property owner, a business owner, or both. And residents can technically be on the board as well. So there's a technicality to being elected on the board. So this is, this is a great opportunity and a great privilege. And we're excited that we're, again, keeping it in the family. Um, that we're right. going to have that presence on there um, through Peter, Peter through you. Yes, that's yes. great. Um, so yeah, and I'm just one of three new board members. Oh, that's great. And so the, new, new blood. Yes. Yeah, so the other two also on committees. So this is great. Awesome we're, doers. We're right there. We're doing it. We're very committed to making things happen. And and I just love. And the other thing about volunteering is I not only all these connections, but all these connections with people that are also just truly, genuinely passionate about the community like just your type of people right you know finding your tribe or whatever that saying is but your vibe exactly is your right. tribe find your tribe your vibe yep. is your tribe that's exactly right that's awesome 
Well, what else do you want to tell us, Lauren? I know we could go on and on about all your roles and duties, but how, when you have time, <laughs> what do you do for fun? What do you like to do in the area? And oh, man. The weather's getting better. Any special plans sure for is. the weekend? And So, um... I became a homeowner last year. That's just another thing. Okay, so congratulations. Also a client. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's another. So talk about that too, because you bring that experience to the table too when you're dealing with our clients who might be first time home buyers, et cetera, or buyers in general. You've been through the process yourself. So talk talk about how that helps too. So not only that, but just having my real estate license was huge. Yeah, Yeah, having everything here that I've had all the the help that I can provide to you I put that to use for myself so I used an agent of course but I did I did write my own contract awesome that's pretty cool not everyone can say they do that yes um and I I really did a lot of the coordination between the the seller's agent between the attorneys and and I was on it I was making it happen you know when you become a homeowner at the ripe age of 23 unbelievable you're like this is is this actually happening I didn't think it was happening and then I got the keys in my hand and I was like ah this is real which is now I think 10 years sooner than the average absolutely it's like I 31 mean, it's or 32 pretty incredible maybe, yeah. I think and then to take it on and do a complete renovation yeah which... like from stem to stern <laughs> Oh, God. And it's still going. <laughs> and it's face. still going. But think about as much as you're like, oh, I know. But little by little, look at everything you're learning there. I mean, I just think that's phenomenal because you're, you're never going to unlearn that. It's always going to be with you. And then it's going to move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. So, again, your example of walking the walk and talking the talk, not just saying, oh, yeah, you should. No, you've yeah. done it. Yeah. No, I've – this the amount of things I've learned. So, like <laughs> – so um, – my family, once again, throwing it back to them, my aunt, my aunt Sarah more specifically, my grandfather was a carpenter and she took that and ran with it. And so she has a workshop. She has this, she has that. So like we built, a, we built two of my countertops. We Amazing. We built a bar. We built a bar top. We built my own bar stools. I saw those. Impressive. My, um, Very impressive. Yeah. So, but, and so just not just the fun DIY things on the inside, I'll say f- quote unquote fun. Right. Some days are better than others. Um, we, I, there was immediately after closing, homeowner's dream, right, to uncover an absurd amount of water damage. I had a mm. huge beam, a su- major support beam that was holding up part of the second story that was just completely rotted. And so because of that, my downstairs bathroom, where that like exterior wall was, had to be totally gutted. We had to redo a section of exterior wall. Mm. And so that was fun. That was great. That was whatever. But I learned how to two, do it. That's type two fun right there. Mm-hmm. It was some mm-hmm. kind of fun. And if you don't know the three types of fun, look it up. <laughs> yeah, type two fun it. is not fun when it's happening, but you're laughing about it now. <laughs> yes, laughing about it now. So so it was great. So aside from that, um, because I couldn't afford to recite a whole house, we took it as an opportunity. We've been seeing a lot of things as opportunities. Yes, yeah, so so you've got to look at it as an opportunity. We have a beautiful section of board and batten siding that came from a cherry tree that my cousin cut down and my aunt and I planed ourselves. And okay. We got to do all of that ourselves. And then the whole weatherproofing, the whole system of doing an exterior wall before siding goes on. That oh, was geez. eye-opening. That was a lot to learn. Um, and I'll be replacing another section of exterior wall this summer. 
Oh but I already, you know, be like riding a bike, we hope. <laughs> yeah. You just want another practice round on that. Just make sure you perfected that skill. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. when you look at things at a, uh, on a home and sometimes if, as being a homeowner, you're like, oh my goodness, how are we ever going to tackle this? And now going through the experience, now you can help coach other folks. And you're like, I don't know about that. And you're like, it's really not that bad. Let me tell you how it goes. Absolutely. And hearing someone say that to you is like, totally reassuring to someone and be like really yeah be like no it's really not that bad it's it's not as bad as it seems we're gonna get through this it's fine and then people are like oh okay i like this person yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna hang with these people <laughs> well yeah and the breadth and depth of knowledge you bring to it you know i think that's really exceptional in your formal roles here at hunt because not not to disrespect myself when i was an admin i wasn't licensed yet so you bring all of that in your own experience as a homeowner, having recently done it, et cetera. We have a deep bench here. You know, there's breadth and depth um, from the time you walk in the door until the time you walk out. And that's, I attribute that to Lauren with her leadership and her, would you call it, her... Her, her figure it outedness. Yeah, figure it outedness. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> well, figure it outedness. Pe- some people call it stick to itness, which yeah. you do have. You know, you stick to things and you figure it out. But figure it outedness, you know, re- resilience and resourcefulness and just. Take it, take it head on. Let's get in front of this and figure it out. Let's do this. Yeah. We're not backing down from this. We're getting through it, and we're going to conquer it. Man, the positivity that I have is just blows my <laughs> mind. <laughs> you exhaust yourself. So, Lauren, tell us a couple fun stories if you've got any. I'm sure you do. Maybe they're not all appropriate for on air, but what are some, and, and those we can wait till we get off air, and you can share those with us later. We probably already know all of those, but what are a couple cute stories or funny stories or horror stories that you'd want to share for our listeners out there that might be curious i should have you guys totally distracted me i should have been thinking about this um is there are there certain pet peeves that like yes oh what do we do yeah that really roast us what do we we show we we walk in the door (laughs) oh they're here Uh, paperwork, I'm sure. Paperwork. Like when you're chasing paperwork around. When I'm chasing paperwork around is, yeah. So, and I probably sent many a passive aggressive email saying, hey, everyone, when you turn in a sale, here's the whole list of every everything that I need all at once. Please send it all at once and not piece <laughs> Per my last piece email. By piece. Yeah, not 30 emails because then you're doing all that. I get that. Yeah. What about signage? Talk to us about signage. <laughs> so um, just, I feel like I'm always chasing people like, hey, this person is looking for this rider. Does anybody have it? I know we used to have some, but now they're gone. And so for people who don't know what riders are, those are the things that go on top of the signs. Yeah. Like the those pending, the, the currently, you know, under, under contract. contract. Yes. Open house. Open Saturday 11 to 1, which is my favorite. Yeah. Open, yeah. Does anybody have it at 12 to 2 open? And then oh when you God, see you us with the ghetto. the 12 to 2. <laughs> so when you see us with the ghetto stickers on there, it's because we found the rider that said Saturday, but it said 12 to 2 and you want to be 11 to 1, so we have to get the Sharpie yeah, out. Yeah. So Lauren's got to help us do crap like that. Get the gold duct tape out. Get the gold duct tape and do all that yeah. crazy stuff. Oh, man. What about um, technical stuff? I was just, I was, yes, that was <laughs> Computer on the Computer technology online. support. So I am not an IT person. You're not? I am not an IT Come person. Come on, Lauren. Although. But you're an awesome teacher. I'm not an awesome teacher. You sure you are. Come I, on. I, I can, I, I struggle to find the words to explain things. And I'll say, so you just do this and this. 
or just maybe just I can do this for you because <laughs> I can't find the words. Which is to what the agent it. wants you to say, no. and you can't do that because then they're gonna come back at you again. I always ask questions, and I say, if this is a me thing, you just tell me it's a me thing, and then I will do it. <laughs> yes. At Don't. least you'll admit it. Yes, yeah. he does that, and that is very that is very kind. I and then ex- she says, I "Let's go." I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you. That's a good. <laughs> How about copier? Does that ever drive you nuts? I don't have a problem with it. Sometimes people have been all right with a copier. They usually just like the demise. Generally, yeah. it's been okay. I really, truly believe that our last office was cursed or haunted. Yeah, there were some weirdnesses with that. Yeah, the copier would just disappear. It was like I'm done. Every time no. is the first time you just walk in the office and you're like, I have to reinstall this. It thing. would Why drop the network do and do it some would, weird things like that. It would that. do some weird things, and so it's been okay here. Normally, knock on wood. Yeah, we've been good with our internet service here. Yeah. It did used to go in and out over there. It was very I strange. I blessed it with the holy water. No. <laughs> it did that didn't work either. It didn't work either. But, no, I mean, I... I lo- and I love that it's so far away, and I gotta walk back and forth all the time. And right, get my steps get your steps in. in. What are some of the more interesting things that you've been asked to do by agents, or interesting projects you've been involved with? And, um, I know one of our agents is working on a billboard. Yes. <laughs> so did you ever know you're going to be working on a bill? No. I mean, look at the depth and breadth of information and I, knowledge and experience you're getting. I did not think, and just that that agent in particular I did not at any point think that I would help you know work on the custom logo design help you know with a custom AdWorks campaign creation with um, the the next goal after the billboard is to work on customizing a website and so um, huge marketing stuff yeah 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 huge and aside from that I mean there there are other agents that like um, so Frank, I just adore Frank. He does this little thing called Frankly Speaking. I love it too. It's great. It's I super. love it. Yep. It is awesome. Yeah. So I helped him make the last two okay. ads for, well, I, I whipped it up and I sent it to him. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I love these. These are great. And so, so I kind of, I love being creative mm-hmm. and I love using my creativity. So sometimes getting to do just a little bit of graphic design, I don't mind that so much. Mm-hmm. And you're good at it. And I, I do okay. I definitely bring a lot more color into it than maybe the corporate might be okay with. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good though. That's Sorry. great. So these are these reasons and so much more than we can possibly put on a podcast is why Lauren is really um, a bit of our unsung hero in the office, our extraordinary um, office administrator who has so many roles within the the company and outside the company that helps every single one of us. Um, thanks for being such a awesome addition to our community, Lauren, and thanks for being part of our awesome team. We really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate you both, too. Thank you, everybody. She's just saying that because we paid her and we put her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have so, a good one. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>Thank you for tuning in with us today. We hope to see you next time. We're going to be doing this a lot more, so to be sure to leave us a review and a rating as it lets us reach more people and lets us know how we're doing. We hope you're doing well. Cheers until next time.